Deadly. Good stuff. All right. What was that tune there, Kenny? Full set. Full set, yeah. Ah, they're deadly, those I almost forgot what you picked, I almost did, yeah. (laughs) All right. Nice way to kick off the show. Beautiful day out there. Yes. Nice and sunny. Studios bright and sunny as well. Bright and sunny, the usual three thorns, but today we have a rose with us. Petro Tool joins us, the newly crowned Toronto Rose. She'll be heading off to Tralee in, in August and... To have a good chat with Dahi. You had Dahi. Doing us sh- proud, you had Dahi on the show oh, recently. Oh, I had Dahi. I have it all set up. Yeah, all right. You're shoe yeah. in. It's yeah. no bother at all. Yeah. Paddy Power Odds go up. I'm going to check them out before the show ends. Yeah, we'll have to get a little bit Petra's on that now. Yeah. yeah. All right, very good. good, good We're going to chat to Petra uh, throughout the show. She's joined us live in studio. You're very welcome, Petra. And, of course, the Irish ambassador, His Excellency. He'll be Ray calling Bassett. in, yes. He had a if he remembers. couple of big events there during the week. And uh, I was at one of them. I was at the lunch over there at Allen's mm-hmm. super job yeah did a great job lovely speech and uh, then he had the evening then with the uh, with the community so we'll get a bit of feedback from uh, the ambassador on that and mm-hmm. see packs hopefully he'll hold back the tears now you know uh, yeah he'll uh, battle him back I'm sure any of that battle him back and uh, of course I was at the Rose of Trilly event uh, you last were. week and he was there yeah, yeah. so he's uh, he's making his he's like uh, who was the baseball player last year who was going to all of these events and uh, doing his circuit a man from New York from New York it? yeah he's yeah. a bit like him at the moment yeah now. exactly oh, rightly so getting gifts all over the place I think why wouldn't Is he I'm sure I would do it yeah. so do you have a big congratulations now for the Connacht boys last week I do yeah, yeah. congratulations to Connacht yeah that was good beating you Leinster fellas here I wouldn't yeah, have no. often now that they'd be gloating although this season was pretty good yeah Sure, Leinster's a big province, you know. I it is, yeah. That's why it's even more <laughs> satisfying when five little yeah, counties yeah. can come together, huh? Yeah, sure. Is Mighty anyone, parade There's nobody from there on the team, is there? Ah, stop now. Is there? Of course there is. Oh, I thought they were all New Zealand lads. Ah, um, don't be saying that now. Yeah. There's well, no need to be going down that road at yeah. all. All right. Okay. Well, you can claim them if you want, but anyway. Why wouldn't no, we? Big party. In Half of them will probably be Galway. playing for Ireland soon, don't worry. Three years and they're in. <laughs> so anyway, no, it was good. A uh, big crowd showed up at Knock to welcome them home and then uh, bonfires all the way down. And Pat Lamb with the Coupla Fuckle as well. So oh. it was great. Deadly well, stuff. Huh? Yeah, it was a good party now. It's good stuff that you might want to bring to your team that he talked about. He said, uh, I don't know if you heard him interviewed afterwards, but he said at the start of the season he brought in the boys and they had to do a 10-minute presentation yeah. on you know, what it meant to them and their family and everything else. And a lot of them started talking about their grandparents and parents. Yeah, and, yeah. and of course, don't you know, didn't he use that then as motivation, you know? He did. Well, so maybe you'll have your gales bringing in that now. Hopefully they're not listening huh? and I can claim it as he my could, own. Yeah, little, yeah, some new strategy <laughs> that you picked up. So sad news in the world of sport. Uh, One of the greatest yeah. uh, sports personalities, arguably of all time, passed away um, at the age of 74. Muhammad Ali passed away yesterday in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, what a person. What an individual. Incredible. Got to see him when I was down at the Ryder Cup uh, in Louisville. You had to go wow. home a wee bit early on that day. Uh, I did, yeah. Did you weekend. see him there? Yeah, he was oh. there. He was riding around in the golf cart and he... Got up close and personal on one of the practice days, so it was really uh, pretty yeah. cool to see a fellow like that. Yeah, I heard a great clip on the way over uh, when he started talking about he had heard that there was uh, an Englishman uh, doing a lot of talking in uh, in soccer in the soccer world, and he he did an interview with uh, with BBC or somebody like that. And he said he's had enough, Brian Clough. He said I'm the talker, <laughs> so uh, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he said there's no way you're taking over. That's my job. He <laughs> says so. Uh, anyway, he was trying to put Cloughy in his in his box, but yeah, sad loss. Great fighter. My goodness me. Yeah, a fantastic, uh, 
fantastic personality and cool and, uh, guy and and all the way through raising money for uh, for charities uh, super fella off uh, outside the ring as well as uh, as well as inside it so yeah and of yeah. course his great grand great all grandfather right, sure, of course from Ennis, Ennis Clare. County Clare yeah. his name is Abe O'Grady I know M- unbelievable <laughs> he's one of the he was one of the dark Irish the black Europeans we were called in that movie weren't we <laughs> and the blacks of Europe that's it that's where he came from he started that he was one of the Spanish Armada that came in I'd say might huh? be, might be. maybe right, oh might yeah should we claim them all no claim one can die all. around this world claim without an Irish yeah. right so you haven't had a chance to uh, to get caught up here, but I wanted to let you know that um, Sligo conceded three goals in the last five minutes of the game no. against Louth, ah, no. and they lost. Yeah. So anyway, hot always, off. Always you're press. always breaking. I just thought the breaking the news to me think, like that. I don't think the soccer players fared well last night. No, anyway, they didn't. They lost three nothing yeah. up in Bally Buffet. First, yeah. uh, they, had, they were on a great run too. They had won six or seven matches and uh, okay. then got clobbered last night with our friends to the north of us. Lovely. Mm, the old Finn Harpers <laughs> and uh, big game in Kilkenny today yep. Dublin taking on Leash oh boy I'll tell you huh? Yeah. one that euro a hundred euro bet on Dublin gets you one back <laughs> <laughs> i tell so, you what uh, you won't be smiling later on I will, will not yeah? no, no I, that's one of those is there one of those emoticons that you put a hand <laughs> over the eye or something <laughs> like right. that yeah, I've got that, that one going on that game today but uh, there's some great games going on this weekend I mean the, the cracker of the weekend and these two teams were inseparable. The last time played is uh, they played it was Clare and Waterford meet in the in the Munster uh, Championship tomorrow, and those teams played to a draw twice, I think. Yes. Um, anyway. Wow. Should be great stuff, be and we'll talk about the the fact those games are going on on the Galway Arms as well. So we'll have a chat about that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening there. Bit of golf, Rory. Yeah. Spoke about five shots back at least uh, up yeah, to had yesterday. A so of a game yesterday. Very good uh, round. Although a lot of fellas had good rounds, so he's in there with a chance on the weekend. To yeah do himself some good and that said that'll be good and by the way I don't know if you saw that uh, RBS will stop their sponsorship of the Six Nations next year 2017 ends the sponsorship of the Six Nations so they're uh, since 2003 they were in there I don't know I was thinking Keologus cracked maybe oh we should yeah we'll we could get the we'll cloud offer. funding. We could do some cloud funding. <laughs> you know, and then uh, maybe we'd step in there. I thought that would be yeah, good. You know? maybe. We have to throw away all of our jerseys now because they say that on it, don't they? Do they? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh, they do not thought no. they did. Maybe they do. I don't know. All right. What kind of tunes have we got? Oh, hey, I have, have to say, well done having a man from Sligo. You couldn't have me last week. So you had another good man. Yes. Yeah. Far funnier. He was funny. <laughs> he and, was very uh, funny. He was brilliant. Um, I listened back, folks, if you haven't heard the show, of course, you can always get download our shows from uh, the iTunes on the podcast or go to our website and uh, download the, the show. But if you missed the interview that Mark did with this fellow last week who brought the plane up to Enniscrone and Sligo, it's definitely worth uh, the listen. Mm. And uh, he, his, uh, let me get this right, his brother is married to my uncle's niece so my aunt Josie knows this fella she had just no talked way. to him last week ah no and of course I didn't, I didn't tell uh, the mother that I was gonna <laughs> that we were having your man on the show but if I had we might have got a few other scoops that you could throw on his way but sure we can get him on anyway, again oh we will and we'll have to have Josie on she'd be great crack with yeah, him now let's do that we'd just sure. sit back and listen to the two of them go at it <laughs> anyway he's brilliant that was uh, that was a great interview and what an entrepreneur my yeah, goodness yeah. me huh Fantastic. Taking some risks, all right. Hopefully, he makes a fortune out of it. I hope so. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. What else? That's it. Serena right. Williams lost. Uh, Don't uh, you she lose? She yeah, lost. Was, yes, uh, she, had she did lose. Garbine Muguruza has defeated her seven five six four in the French Open. 
Nice. Hope I didn't ruin that I for anyone. I see you did. It wasn't the way I, I heard it coming that. over here anyway. But it's all good. You're deadly at it. It doesn't <laughs> uh, yeah. matter. Looks, no one understands pronu- you either way anyway. I love pronouncing the Spanish names. <laughs> Mucuruza. Great stuff. All right. We have a bit of music there, Jay. Come on. Done songs and stories, heroes of renown, the passing tales and glories that once was Dublin town, the hallowed halls and houses, the haunting children's rhymes that once was Dublin City in the red old times Ring a ring a rosy as the light declined I remember Dublin City in the red My name it is Sean Dempsey As Dublin as can be Born hard and late in Pimlico In a house that ceased to be By trade I was a cooper Lost out to redundancy Like my house that fell to progress My trade's a memory I courted Peggy Dine As pretty as you please A rogue and a child of Mary From the rebel liberty I lost her to a student lad With skin as black as coal When he took her off to Birmingham He took away my soul Ring-a-ring-a-rosy As the light declined I remember Dublin City in the red old time. 
The years have made me bitter The gargoyle dims my brain Cause Dublin keeps on changing Nothing seems the same The pillar and the mid are gone The royal long since pulled down As the great unyielding concrete Makes a city of my town Fare thee well, sweet Annalise I can no longer stay And watch the new glass cages That spring up along the quay My mind's too full of memory Too old to hear new chimes I'm part of what was done In the red time Ring a ring a rosy As the light declines I remember Dublin City In the red time The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, just want to let you know that that was... uh a good pal of the community there, uh, John McDermott, and that's off his new CD, Raised on Songs and Stories. He gave us all a free copy of the CD at the Ambassador's Lunch. Oh, it was very it. nice of him. Yeah. We'll have to get him on the show one of these days. We will. Make we sure will, he keeps it Irish. But anyway, we'll, have, we'll hear more from that a little bit later on. Now, look, at this fellow's got a good brass neck on him, but not today. He's coming from Herring Neck, Newfoundland, to give us the news from Ireland. Come on, Desmond. Thank you very much for that, Mark and Ken. You always send me some great places, and a lot of the best names come from Newfoundland. How appropriate. Thank you for that, lads, and good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. We have tragic breaking crime news to tell you about this morning. A breaking story from just over 12 hours ago. A man in his 30s has been arrested and is being questioned by Gardaí after four children survived a strangling attack in a house in County Wicklow. Gardaí were called to the house in Blaine Row last night near Wicklow Town after the suspect called in at a neighbour's house to report the assaults. The children were described as being in serious condition when the emergency medical services arrived. All four were rushed to the Tala Hospital in Dublin, two by air ambulance. The suspect was known to the children and was in the house at the time of the attack, according to the Irish Times. He entered the house and tried to strangle the four children, according to reports. 
Two girls aged five and six were injured as well as a nine-year-old boy and another 11-year-old child. In other news this morning, not content to just play havoc with American politics, businessman Donald Trump, the presumptive Republican presidential candidate in the States, has caught Ireland's ruling class unawares by announcing that he'll be visiting Ireland later on this month. Earlier this week, Taoiseach Enda Kenny called the property mogul's comments on immigration, quote, racist and dangerous in the dial. Trump has proposed a temporary ban on all Muslims entering the United States and building a wall between America and Mexico to prevent illegal immigration. Already the Taoiseach's office has had to temper its language on Trump. A spokeswoman told the Irish Times this week that, quote, Mr. Trump, like every tourist, will be more than welcome to Ireland, and we hope he has a pleasant stay. Already, Trump has said that he has not ruled out meeting with Kenny during his trip, even if Kenny does not appear interested in meeting Trump. Trump will be visiting his golf resort in Doonbeg, County Clare, according to a tweet he sent out on Thursday night. He will visit Scotland and Ireland from June 22nd to 25th, his visit coincides with the visit of U.S. President, U.S. Vice President rather Joe Biden to Ireland and the Brexit referendum in Britain and Northern Ireland. The Trump bought Doonbeg two years ago for about 15 million euros. In medical news this morning, gay men may soon be able to donate blood in Northern Ireland. Currently, gay men have a lifetime ban on ever giving blood there. The North's new health minister, Michelle O'Neill, made the announcement in Belfast this week during a visit to a gay advocacy organization. A similar ban was lifted in England, Scotland and Wales in 2011 and were replaced with rules that allow gay men to give blood within 12 months after their last sexual encounter with another man. The ban had been maintained by the Democratic Unionist Party when they held the post, but the ban was unpopular with Sinn Féin, who now controls the ministry. The new rules begin on September the 1st. Now, back to the Brexit referendum that we mentioned up at the top now, and a major deciding factor for Northern Ireland's voters, will border posts be going back up along the border between the six counties and the rest of the island? Well, if you're Britain's Northern Ireland Secretary, Theresa Villiers, a Leave supporter, you'd say, no, the border posts will not return. Ask a flurry of others, though, and they will say that simply is not so. Villiers said that the common travel area between the UK and Ireland would not be affected if voters chose to leave the European Union. But Conor McGinn, the MP for St. Helens North in Merseyside, England, originally from South County Armagh, said this week that Quote, the idea of going back to any sort of restriction is both repulsive and upsetting. And the Labour MP accused Villiers of being disingenuous. He made his comments during a panel discussion at the University of Liverpool. Ireland's Foreign Affairs Minister, Charlie Flanagan, said during the same discussion that if a Brexit did occur, at best there would be huge uncertainty around the issue and, at worst, border controls would return with, quote, adverse consequences for the economy. The panel was organized by the university's Institute of Irish Studies. Flanagan made a tour to engage with the Irish community living in Britain this week ahead of the vote. Flanagan urged Irish people living in Britain to vote and said that the Irish government was urging British voters to vote to stay within Europe. Back in Ulster, the Belfast Telegraph out this week shows that 54.17% of the North voters would vote to remain in the EU, while 35% would vote to leave, with 9.17% unsure or undecided, and 1.6% saying they will not vote. Well, this week in Irish history, we begin with the start of the Siege of Limerick by Cromwell's forces on this day, many years ago, under the leadership of Oliver Oliver Cromwell's son-in-law, Henry Ireton. 
On June 3, 1984, Ireland saw the arrival of a more friendly visitor as U.S. President Ronald Reagan visited the village of his ancestors, Ballyporeen, County Tipperary. Another political arrival of a different sort on June 2, 1954, when John A. Costello becomes Taoiseach, leading a Fine Gael Labour coalition government. On the same day, in 1986, boxer Katie Taylor is born in Bray, County Wicklow. She would go on to become a four-time world boxing champion and won Olympic gold during the London Summer Games in the lightweight division in 2012. On June 1, 1922, the Royal Ulster Constabulary was founded following the disbandment of the Royal Irish Constabulary the day before. On May 31, 1941, the Second World War came to neutral Ireland as German Luftwaffe planes dropped uh, planes dropped bombs on Dublin overnight. The bombs killed 28 people and injured 90, destroying or damaging 300 houses and leaving 400 homeless. On May 30, 1951, Eamon de Valera and his Fianna Fáil party returned to power, and on May 30, 2002, saw the death of one of Ireland's best-known playwrights, John B. Keane from Kerry, who penned famous plays like Big Maggie and The Field. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slan go foil. All right, very good. Welcome back here. Um, we're going to have a chat with um, Petro Tool here. The uh, the the, uh, the Rose of Trilly obviously takes place in August. You're very, very welcome to the show. Thank I you have very much. to tell you something now that um, it's been a tradition that uh, I be the first leashman to hug the uh, the Toronto Rose, but I'll tell you, there was no beating Mick Burke last week when I saw him run up. Usain Bolt wouldn't have got there faster. <laughs> he gave you, that must have been the biggest hug you ever got in your life, was it? I nearly fell over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He nearly <laughs> choked you, I think, did he? <laughs> it was very, very sweet. Yeah. Congratulations. It was, a, so it was actually, a, it, was a, it was a great, a great event. And, um, you know, so tell us a little bit about you know, how you qualify to be a Rose to begin. What's the Irish connection? And the Irish Connection, well, my granddad, Christy O'Toole, who uh, was a drummer here when he came over, he's from Wicklow. So he's from Wicklow, and he had five children. My three older aunts, they were born in Wicklow as well, and then the two younger boys were born here in Canada, and right. I'm the daughter of the youngest son. Okay, very yeah. good, very good. Now, I was asking you earlier, have you actually seen The Rose of Three? I only like YouTube qu clips before. <laughs> I've never actually watched the whole thing, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, all right. I'm going to see a lot, I guess, uh, coming up in August. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. So what are you looking forward to most, do you think? Meeting my family. I haven't really met my family in Wicklow for the first time. Wow. Um, there's so many of them that I don't know, so I'm really excited to go over beforehand and kind of have this big event behind going over, and I think there's going to be a lot of energy, yeah. like nervous excitement going up for it. Wonderful, wonderful. So were you surprised when the announcement, like, uh, I mean, I'm sure there were, you know, several of the ladies there that were, were thinking, I think I got a shot. Did you Did you think you had a shot? Did you kind I of didn't like, really know. I was kind of yeah. like, it would be cool, but well, yeah. whatever happens, happens. It was really nice. But I did the classic with the hand on the face, like you've won something <laughs> thing, which as soon as I did it, I thought, oh, no, this is exactly what I did. Like, I can't believe it. Um but it was it was quite a shock because there are so many wonderful people who are competing for it and yeah. who are very experienced and 
really lovely. So yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I think uh, uh, yeah, all of the roses who have joined us in the past have talked about the relationships they've built with the uh, the fellow competitors. I suppose they don't even like to call each other competitors, but uh, but great relationships, participants. Yeah, yes. good stuff. Any questions, Kenny, for the rose? Huh? What? What? <laughs> just woke me up there. Sorry. Ah, no, no. Um, no I was just going to actually ask you if you had developed a good friendship with any of the uh, the young ladies that you were. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, you know, I feel I find everyone so interesting, um, and uh, hearing all their life stories, what they've been involved in, everyone was so diverse, and they've actually continually come out since we had the first event that I actually did was the. Uh, ambassadors thing on Wednesday at PJ's and there was a couple of the girls that came out to that so we got to have some good crack there and then uh, we'll be going to the races the next week and that'll be fun I think a number of girls are going to be coming and you're getting lots of tips from past roses yeah I need them it'll be great yeah yeah (laughs) good good yeah you need all the practice you can get right he's quite the man you know so I see on YouTube yeah you need to have something up your sleeve for that fella oh he just you wait you know we'll find something have you thought of it yet Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. You're not going to let us know, no? No, no. <laughs> so um, what do you do for a living? What, what's the, the... I work as a performer and a production coordinator yeah. in film and theater in various aspects. Right, okay. Yeah. So our favorite question to ask Rose every year is, is um, you know, you don't have these escorts over there when you go back and oh, yes. get paired up with someone. Are you bringing mm-hmm. your own or are you single? <laughs> I am single. Yes. Wow. It's exciting what times. The okay. Huh? <laughs> oh boy, you'll be trending very high now. All of a sudden, just Excellent. so you know, you'll be trending very high. Very good. Keep Excellent. it interesting. Good stuff. Well, listen, we'll uh, we'll come back for uh, another chat in a little while here with Petro. We're going on with a bit of music here. What do we got next? You know, Planet and the Fish and Blues.
Lovely stuff. Well, we're delighted to have on the line a man that we're not delighted to see going and leaving us, but Ambassador Ray Bassett. You're very welcome to the show. And, and Ambassador, I'm just playing that one there, the fishing blues. Maybe you'll be doing a bit of fishing now with all that time you'll have when you go back home. That's true. That's true. I must take up fishing. I, I was never very good at the old patience. So <laughs> to teach me that. Oh, I don't know about that now. Thanks for having me on. Ah, uh, you're you're great. You had a, a couple of great days there, or a couple of great events on Wednesday. It was terrific. Uh, you know, uh, it's a kind of bittersweet, I suppose, a bit. You know, and in some respects, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to my family, to my children, and my grandchildren. But at the same time, it's hard to wrench yourself away from after six years in Canada, six great years with a great community. You know, and Wednesday was terrific. I must admit, I I totally I I soaked it up. Shamelessly. Good man, good man, and well deserved as well. Uh, you had a, a lovely speech there at uh, at Allen's. It was a beautiful afternoon there on the patio, wasn't it? It was, it was, and uh, you know, uh, the, the more I reflect on it, the more I sometimes think that maybe in Ireland, particularly, and I look at probably from Irish point of view, is that we haven't really acknowledged some of the some of the help that Canada's given us over the last hundred years or so. Um, it's, you know, when we're in trouble, we've often looked at Canada and uh, Canada have often replied, not always, every country looks after its own interests, but, you know, the record of Canada, particularly in the most recent recession, which is the one where I was most um, work, um, involved in, Canada was, you could we couldn't have asked more uh, from Canada, not only just opening up the immigration side in a spectacular way, but also the fact that everywhere, uh, at all the international forum and things like that, Canada spoke up for us, whether it was Jim Flaherty or even the Prime Minister Stephen Harper regularly defended Ireland uh, in a quiet way, in a very effective way. And I contrasted that with some of the reactions of some of the other countries, which Ireland traditionally uh, is very fond of, but doesn't seem to come up to scratch when the, when the crunch comes, you know? <laughs> Well, of course, all of that is uh, dependent, and most people may not know, but it's the likes of yourself that's doing all the hard work in the background. These things just don't happen. Canada just doesn't step up to the plate, but it's uh, the likes of yourself, Ray, that that, uh, are in there getting the meetings and making sure that our voice is heard. So that's why uh, you've done such a super job over the last six years, and we greatly appreciate it. In 2010, we were in a fairly desperate situation, So, and I was coming out from Dublin, and I, I... one good thing about a crisis is sometimes it's very clear what you have to do. And uh, the other thing, the trump card I always had in my back pocket was the Irish community, you know, and the fact that, uh, as Tip O'Neill said, all politics is local. So if I was going down to a place like London, Ontario, or any place like that, I usually asked the community to invite the local MP. And the local MP would come along and see, uh, you know, a strong Irish community. And 
everybody is interested in, in maintaining their own position. So that was a huge plus. The fact that we had, you know, people, 4.5 million or whatever it was, number of people who are designating themselves as Irish uh, in Canada was a huge plus. Plus the fact the last government was probably the most Irish government in Canada's history. I think about 10 of them all were, were of, of Irish background. And so you're often pushing against uh, an open door. But it was the community. The community was the trump card. Mm-hmm. Ray, it's Mark here. Um, sorry to see, see you go. Of course, uh, you and I have a leash connection. I couldn't believe that you even knew where Rose and Alice was when you first got here. I remember vividly having to chat with you. But um, what's next for you, Ray? What uh, like are you, are you stepping away from from uh, from the scene altogether, or, or is a uh, is there another move here uh, that you're that you're? Uh, well, I, well, number one, I want to I want to again say how proud I am of my leash background. I'm proud. <laughs> Every summer I spent in Rosenalis or Clonacadu or Balahopahan. <laughs> Nobody outside Leash has ever heard of. But, uh, Definitely not. Leash and all my cousins. The only time I ever had difficulty with Leash was when there was a Dublin Leash match. And I always liked Leash, but the Leash people <laughs> never hate Dublin. But I suppose that's nature. But to go back to your question, Mark, uh, I, I, I haven't a huge amount planned. Uh, I've been doing a lot of speaking, particularly from my time on... Uh, during the peace negotiations in Northern Ireland, and uh, I've had a fair amount of interest in it, and people asking me to, to talk on that and give a bit of the background of, you know, the various personalities and involved mm-hmm. and why issues came up. So I'll do a bit of that, and I'd like to write a bit of particularly local history from around the Castleknock area that, that, that oh. where I live now, you know? Yeah, good man. I thought you might maybe make a pitch to carve out Jamaica as its own entity and uh, a full, <laughs> full-time job there. I, I certainly would. Uh, I'd love to, but there's a statutory obligation for us to retire at 65. I'm 64, so I have oh. to retire within the next year. So it's a good time to go uh, after Canada. Canada was uh, was such a, a, a terrific experience mm. um, that you know I'm glad to go out in the high. Um, always leave when people are asking for a little more. Don't don't overstay. <laughs> and I've stayed six years. So I've been lucky to get out at this stage without without some a lynch mob after me, you know. Uh, great, you've been you've been great for us, great service, and uh, we greatly appreciate it. So uh, thanks Absolutely. a million, and uh, give a shout out there to to all the listeners there. Yeah, oh, look, I, I'd like to thank each and every one of the people I met of of my time in Canada. It's as I say, it's a great, it's a very privileged position to be Irish ambassador to Canada. Everybody treats you very well. And as I said, uh, in Allen's, you know, privilege is not good for you in the longer run. But just, you know, you have to, you, ha- you should go back to being an ordinary citizen, doing your own stuff again. But, you know, for the Irish community in uh, Canada, it, it was a wonderful community. It was one of the reasons I, I wanted this job. I had been backwards and forwards to uh, Ireland. And I think I met you, Ken, in one of my earlier visits. That's right. And I met Pat Rooney and I met people in Montreal and... I'd be, I, you know, I, one of the, the areas of responsibility was liaison with the Irish community. And I always found something so familiar in Canada and so easy uh, to relate to. That it was one of the reasons I, 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 I jumped when the chance came up to, to be ambassador. So, Wonderful. you know, thanks for everything. Well done, Ray. Well and done. Best, of, best of luck to you. We hope the next uh, person in will be half as good as you. That's it. Absolutely. Twice as good. Always better. The new model is always better. Thanks again. Well, all right, all Ray, the best. Thanks for doing well this. Well done. Slant.
think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. 
The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 The Queen's way in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, and a few games down at the Galway Arms at 12.30. Uh, the Christie Ring Cup is on between Antrim and Meath. And then at 2 o'clock, the Leinster Senior Football All-Ireland Senior Championship uh, quarterfinal between Dublin and Leash. That's at 2 o'clock today. And then tomorrow at 9 o'clock, there's a Ulster GA football between Monaghan and Down, and then 11 o'clock tomorrow we've got that big hurling game I talked about earlier, Waterford against Clare. Anyway, big games there. And we played in the Cider Cup this week, and Team Tommy beat Team Eamon O'Loughlin. How mm. did you do that after us leading the way mm, there sure. for Team Tommy? We were we had all the points team we, game, take, right? we took know? off you, huh? Yeah, I went out on the course and energised the rest did of the Did you? Is that what it was? Come on, come on. Yeah. Pull it together. Pull it together, yeah. I couldn't do it, so you can. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, folks, the day at the races is next weekend and and our Rose will be at that, too. So you should get your ticket and get out there and meet her. And the other thing is there's always a great auction. And as usual, we'll be putting this show up for auction, but we can even start the bidding early. And over the years now, we've had some good characters in here. Con O'Connell, Cormac yeah. Monaghan. He didn't even tell his wife he bid on the show. Yeah. And Jay. Jay won a prize one time for this show, and look at him now. He's got a job. Career. He got a career. career he got a career. Yeah. It's deadly. Yeah. So if you want to uh, make a bid on coming and joining us here in studio, you get to pick all the music, yep. get to do all the talk, and we just sit back and relax. <laughs> uh, you can give us a call at 416-725-9670. Send us an email with a bid. Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com or, of course, Mark at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. So we'll start it right now. So even if you can't make the races, you can get a bid in at joining us in studio. Good stuff. All right. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness Guinness. All right, folks, time to hear about all the events in the community, the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. And we're into June, Friday, June the 10th, just around the corner. Kyoltus are hosting a fundraising Kaylee for cancer in the name of two dear friends, Eileen McLaren and Happy Moreau, who both passed away due to cancer. And it'll be held at the Legion on Dawes Road in Danforth, just west of Maine. And it's starting at 7.30. For information, you can call our pal Maureen Mulvey O'Leary at 416-446-6993 or send her an email at moleary2001 at rogers.com and we just mentioned the day at the races we will be coming live from their trackside tent on Saturday June the 11th and you should come on out and get yourself a ticket to that event it's always a great day trackside is brilliant and you can uh, get in there and you're right up close to the action it all starts at uh, 12 p.m. with your buffet lunch, and 1 p.m. is the post time. 
and you can get your individual tickets for $135 by going to the Ireland Funds website or giving them a call down there. You can also pick up a table for uh, $1,350, and that's a table of 10. The annual Brian Dolan Memorial Golf Tournament is on at Caledon Woods Golf Club, and that's up there in Caledon, of course. It's on Thursday, June the 16th. There are spots still available. You just need to get in touch with the Chamber at ICCTO.com slash shop and pick up your uh, your ticket. You can buy a foursome for $600, or you can get your individual ticket for $150. And if you're a Clublink member, you get a right bargain at $90. It all, of course, includes your green fee, your cart, your steak dinner, and a light lunch. Mary Durkin got in touch with us, and I'll tell you one thing, if you uh, like Mr. Uh, Joyce, you'll be delighted to hear that the 31st annual Bloomsday is happening on Thursday, of course, June the 16th in Toronto. And you can go down and uh, join the festivities with them. It's a Kew Garden Odyssey, June the 16th at 9am till noon. Bloom on the Beach, it's a free event. You can't ask for anything better than that, can you? And it's a recreation, of course, of Dublin in 1904 with a dramatised Ulysses readings and music and that all starts at 9am so go on down there you can check it all out they'll also have a lunch a little bit later at uh, Whitlock's restaurant on Queen Street East and they would love you to dress up in your Edwardian duds with your uh, bonnet and boater you can give them a call at 416-778-8203 or go to torontobloomsday.com 31 years in the making folks so uh, go out and enjoy that there's also a Bloomsday rejoicing the Irish Youth Choir will join Toronto's Children's Chorus anniversary and they'll be uh, celebrating the life of James Joyce and that's all taking place at St. Paul's at 427 Bloor Street West on Thursday, June the 16th at 7.30pm. And tickets are $20 and there is a children's price of $10. So check those out. You can send an email to Bradley at bradley at torontochildrenschorus.com. And then the folks from Cork, they're getting together at their association. Their annual pub night is taking place at the Galway Arms on Saturday, June the 18th at 8pm. They'd love to have you come out and join them. Tom O'Donoghue will be the entertainment, but there's also going to be an open mic. And you can get up there and sing your favourite classic Irish song. Donations towards the raffle and prizes will be greatly appreciated. And all funds go towards building next year's Crazy Float for the Cork Association. Right, folks, that's it for the Guinness Community Calendar of Events. If you want to check out more, of course, you can go to SaturdayIrishRadio.com. Not only can you download our show, but you can check out all the events, email addresses, websites, and such. And a quick thing that didn't make your list, um, because I'm uh, involved here a bit with the GA this year, there's a, actually a big barbecue on out at uh, Centennial Park today at 2 oh, o'clock. Very good. And um, there's a bit of live music, some music going on, and it starts around 2 o'clock. There's some ladies' games going on at 2 o'clock, two of them at the same time. And then there's a men's game uh, at uh, 3.30, uh, I believe, between Vincent's and Durham. Uh, the Toronto Gales have a game then after that at um, against uh, St. Mike's at 5 o'clock. So, so some action going on at Centennial Park today. So what's up next now between now and the flight to Ireland? Well, there's a lot going on. I'm actually involved in producing a play and was directing another play, so I have a lot of work to do for that. But then also just getting ready, getting contacting my family yeah. to meet them in Wicklow. And, yeah, there's plenty. It seems like it's going to go by really, really fast. 
So what's the story with the dress now? Will you get somebody to make the dress here? There's a dressmaking kind of process, isn't there? We had a donation. So I get donated a dress from the Dress Diva, which yeah. is very, very helpful Diva, and yeah. really lovely. She actually also, um, I got my dress that I wore at the gala yeah. already yeah. from her. And she's she's pretty good. All right, very yeah. good. <laughs> Well, I have to say that uh, several people mentioned this during the um, uh, or after the announcement was made, um, and particularly I think Hugo said it. Um, is that there are a lot of people that feel very um, they're very bullish about your chances in Tralee. Now, now they say it every year, but they're saying it differently this year. So there's no pressure at all, Petra here. But I think there's very <laughs> high hopes for you. I mean, you carry yourself very well. You interviewed extremely well. I mean, those are things that certainly help you. You don't appear nervous at all. You appear, appear very calm. And, of course, you know, there's Appearance a ton of listeners. Appearance is key, yes. <laughs> like a, lot, a lot of listeners to this show now. And you're not even, like, it's not even phasing you, right? I'm Well, I'm super excited to do it. It doesn't mean I'm not nervous. I am nervous beneath the surface. Yeah. But uh, you got to reel that in sometimes. Um, I haven't participated in the event before. So yeah. I don't know what is different this year from previous years gone by. But people have mentioned to me that they're very excited and that is very kind. And I'm really honoured to be representing the community as a whole and excited to be a part of it. Yeah. And you want to shout out to your sponsor there? Performance Network Agency, PN Agency. Yeah. And that's who you work for as well? That is who I work for as well, Roger King. All right. Very good. Good stuff. We're going to get another tune going here and then we will uh, come back and uh, say goodbye to Petra. We've only got about seven minutes left. Time flies on these on these, this show. Yeah. All right. Transit traipsing round the liberties Sex slung on his shoulders Sticking handholds in both knees Children run to meet him Like a circus passing by Mothers stand to greet him Hoping they can catch his eye She can't tell what it was To make her want to give her heart But she knew her future stood right there With a man with a horse and cart Our family would disown her She'd be left there on her own Here comes man with a rag and bone They say he joined the Navy at the age of 17 There's nowhere on this planet that man has never been Had his way with women from all corners of the land But now he chose this Dublin girl by offering his hand She gave up everything she had to follow him around Filling bags and selling rags to try and make a pound She'd always hope for better, her future was unknown She never thought he'd up and leave Man with a rag and bone Now she's left alone again to build a life 
without a warning She'll never understand Looking back on what he did Even if she'd known She wouldn't change one thing very good. Well, Excellent. the bids are coming in fast and yeah. furious. Who knew? Yeah, Dermot Donnelly is in with a bid for $120. And it was outbid by Paddy Dunn, 150 bucks. Fair play ah. to you, Paddy. And then we had a big one. A big one. Sean Gilroy. Our number one fan. $190. And that, I think that's the leader right now, isn't it? No, just a fresh text what? in. Connor Connell. $200. Oh, my gosh. Sean, you'll have to come in Gilroy, a little you'll higher. Have to come back with another. Come on, Gilroy. Put another bid okay, in there now. all right. All right, we'll see. It'll keep going anyway till next week, so don't be shy. Put in your bids. Send us an email. Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com or Mark at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. Maybe Petra would want to come back and do a show, put Uh, a bid in. Good stuff. Petra, thanks very much for joining us. Really appreciate you doing this, and the very best of luck in August. We hope to have a chat with you after you get back, either in person or over the phone. Tell us about your experience, but congratulations. I look forward to talking again. Yeah. Yeah, we might even have you in. Maybe you could call from Ireland when you're over there yeah, in the middle of the show. That's it. Uh, and That's don't forget brilliant. to tell Tahi. Ken said, I've got the <laughs> ticket, the gold ticket. <laughs> All right, folks. That's it. Another hour's gone. Live from the races next week. So get over there nice and early, and maybe we'll get you on the show. And don't forget to keep bidding. All right, Slán. Used to stand on the very spot on O'Connell Street where today you'll find the Anna Livia Plurabella or as Dubliners affectionately call her, the floozy in the jacuzzi. Admiral Horatio Nelson overlooked Dublin from his pillar until one night some carefully placed high explosives brought him down to earth with a bang. Some people said it was because Nelson's pillar was a symbol of former British rule. Dublin wits just said that it marked Ireland's entry into the space race. But most of us remember the old Admiral with affection. Sure aren't we still singing about him? I was walking down by Island Bridge Just doing as I please This April day the sun was warm There was but a gentle breeze I wandered up the old stone steps Into the Phoenix Park to watch the children laugh and play In the hours before the dark I strolled up by the monument And lay down on the ground Then people started crying When they heard a battle sound I don't know what came over me For a moment I could hear The echo of a soldier's voice Kept calling in my ear Meet me at the pillar, son Meet me there at noon You brave young Irish men There's something we must do Meet me at the pit. Programming for our Irish